Hello, everyone, and welcome to A Millennial Learns. Thank you all so much for tuning into this week's episode. We are going to be talking about something that I've really been getting into recently, and that is grounding or earthing. It can be called one of the two, and basically it's where you make contact with the earth, like with a naturally conductive surface. So anything like grass, sand, stone, soil, any of that kind of thing. And honestly, from first glance, or like when I first heard about it, it sounded kind of woo-woo. But I've done a bunch of research because I wanted to get into, like, if the science actually supports this practice. And from what I can tell, it seems to, at least theoretically. And it just makes sense. Like, we've become in the modern age kind of disconnected from the earth. You know, we live in houses. Like, I personally never go outside barefoot really maybe if I'm on the beach well definitely if I'm on the beach you know then I'm touching sand but that's about the only time I'm not just like usually walking through grass uh barefoot or anything and it would make sense that that would be a better way to go and it turns out some of the science supports that we should be doing that so we're going to talk about all that today go into some of the details about some of the studies that have been done that support grounding or earthing and yeah it's pretty interesting stuff so thank you for tuning in and let's get right into the episode Okay, let's get into it. Um, I described a little bit about what grounding was in the intro, but let's just take an actual you know, definition. This is from sciencedirect.com. They have a great article about grounding, which I will post in the description so you can go read more about it in the details because I pulled out the highlights and uh, the, the major points of this article, but there are some definite details that are good to know. So I will leave that in the description if you want to go. Um look and read more for yourself. But sciencedirect.com describes grounding or earthing as, quote, the discovery that bodily contact with the earth's natural electric charge stabilizes the physiology at the deepest levels, reduces inflammation, pain, and stress, improves blood flow, energy, and sleep, and generates a greater, and generates greater well-being. So that kind of went into the, the perceived or the uh, found benefits of grounding as well, but essentially grounding is just making sure you are, you know, for some period of time each day touching the ground. Like when people say, go touch grass, <laughs> it's kind of that idea or you need to be actually touching the earth with your bare skin for at least a certain amount of the day. Most of these articles that I've seen recommend at least 30 minutes a day of grounding. So you can either like sit on the grass, lay down in the dirt, you know, there's definitely different ways to do it. And we'll go over all those, but grounding or earthing is just that, just the practice of being outside and instead of wearing shoes or instead of just, you know, like sitting fully clothed or something in a chair, you actually go touch the ground. So like I said, there's multiple ways to ground, uh, so let's talk about them. Walking barefoot is the probably the easiest. 
It just has to be on natural ground. So I was looking if this could apply to like a cement patio. And I guess the conductivity of uh, the material is important. And the conductivity of cement can really vary based on how porous it is and you know, the different types of cement there are. So it's not generally considered to be a good conductive surface. So what you really want to do is to be on like grass, soil, dirt, or you can be submerged in a natural body of water, like a lake or an ocean. So being submerged, walking barefoot, or you can also lay on the ground, just as long as some of your skin is touching the ground. You really just need the electrons from from the earth to be able to flow into you. So you need like direct contact. Now, if you live in like a big apartment building or there's not much, there's not many places for you to just walk around barefoot. There's also things that you can use in your home like that are grounding. It's just generally called grounding equipment. So you know, the the theory of it is like if you are on some elevated surface or something and you put a metal rod into the ground and then you touched the metal rod, that would also be grounding because the electrons are able to flow through the metal rod into you because you are making direct contact with the rod. Well, hold on one second. My baby's crying. I'll be right back. Okay, I'm back. Um, so yes, there you can like hold a metal rod, the metal rod can be in the earth, and that is just as effective of a grounding method. So grounding equipment essentially does that in kind of a more sophisticated way. So there's like grounding mats, grounding sheets, grounding blankets, grounding socks, grounding bands, and grounding patches. Now I bought a grounding mat. And this is a little bit sad because I live on land and I can go outside and ground anytime I want. But I've done such so little walking around barefoot. My feet, I feel like are a little like baby feet. Like I, everything hurts them. And it just, I don't know. It just seems like a big ordeal to like go downstairs, go outside and go stand in the grass for 30 minutes when it's like painful for me to, <laughs> to go stand in the grass because we have that like really rough grass and, and dirt. And so my poor little feet have a hard time with it. But so I bought a grounding mat so I can just stand on it as I'm doing something like 10, 20 minutes a day and get grounded that way. But there's all sorts of different equipment that you can buy and uh, it all seemingly is just as effective as going to stand on the ground because what it does is there's a plug in the grounding mat that goes just into the grounding pin like that bottom uh, hole in an outlet and so it's just one pin that goes into that bottom hole in the outlet and you just stand on the mat and you are grounded so those are the ways you can ground now like I said it sounds a little bit woo woo if you just uh say like, oh, you need to be like connected with the earth and you need to be standing on the ground naturally for like 30 minutes. So I was like, is there any actual science to back this up? And this is what it says. This is also from Science Direct. And then I also pulled from a time.com article and a healthline.com article. So 
Again, I'll link all these below, but this is kind of a conglomeration of, of things from all of those websites. But essentially, this is a really under-researched topic. There have been small studies that have uh, tried to find the benefits of doing this and focusing on grounding throughout the day. But the science behind why people believe it works is that it, it's this. So natural events like solar radiation and lightning strikes create a supply of free electrons on the Earth which give it a negative electrical charge. So the earth as a whole is electrically charged as a negative. Well, grounding, when you ground and you touch the earth, it transfers those free electrons into the body, which results in a very in very rapid changes to the body. So free electrons are believed to neutralize free radicals. So I, you've probably heard of free radicals and like uh, how... I don't know. I hear about this a lot. Oh, oh my gosh. I cannot speak. I hear a lot about this when we're talking about like getting sick and different medicines or different fruits with antioxidants. And, uh, you know, it's kind of in that conversation where these free radicals like age you, make you sick. And they're just these like negative, negative is a bad word to use because they're actually positively charged molecules. But they have negative effects on the body, is what I meant to say. And so it is believed that free electrons, when they're transferred from the ground into your body, basically strip the free radicals from the tissue and make the tissue healthier. So this happens really, really quickly. So that's why, uh, you know, proponents of grounding believe that these benefits that you can get from grounding are just really almost immediate. They can be almost immediate is what um, was in some of these articles. Very, very quick improvement can be seen a lot of times, people believe. So free electrons are believed to neutralize free radicals, which are positively charged molecules that strip electrons from tissue. So these kind of resupply those electrons. Okay, now here are some studies that I just quoted from an article. So it says, in a small study on grounding and heart health, 10 healthy participants were grounded using patches on the palms of their hands and soles of their feet. Blood measurements were taken before and after grounding to determine any changes in red blood cell fluidity, which plays a role in heart health. The results indicated significantly less red blood cell clumping after grounding, which suggests benefits for cardiovascular health. Now again, very, very small study. So it's hard to make grand conclusions about this, but it is very promising. Then it says another slightly larger study examined the role of grounding on post-exercise muscle damage. Researchers used both grounding patches and mats and measured creatine kinase, white blood cell count, and pain levels before and after grounding. Blood work indicated that grounding reduced muscle damage and pain in participants. This suggests that grounding may influence healing abilities. This research is supported by a recent study on grounding for pain reduction and mood improvement. Uh, 16 massage therapists alternated between periods of grounding and no grounding. So, again, it's under-researched. Those are just a couple of the studies, but all the studies pretty much have been very small. But it does, to me, make sense that, you know, we are made like as these natural beings, like our ancestors used to live much more, you know, in tune with the earth. And there weren't these like houses with 
floor, you know, it's like cement and these wooden floors that are totally separated from the earth. Like people used to live like on the earth, in the earth, not in the earth, but you know, with a lot more contact going barefoot on the earth or like touching it at any point in the day. And now with modern society, we're in these houses, we're in these buildings, we have shoes on all the time and we really like never make contact with the earth. And if grounding does kind of reduce inflammation, that's how, you know, it would make sense that as we progress in society more and more and more and have contact with the earth less and less and less, that inflammation and pain issues and all that would be on the rise. So some of the benefits that proponents of grounding claim that it has are um, that it reduces inflammation, reduces pain, reduces stress, improves sleep, improves mood, improves blood flow, improves lymphatic and venous return to the heart, and that it just improves general well-being. Science Direct, that same website that I was referencing before, also believes that diseases like autoimmune conditions, type 2 diabetes, respiratory conditions, cardiovascular conditions, and even cancer can be prevented through grounding. Now, those are some big claims for sure, but it can't hurt. Like if you realize that you haven't touched the ground in (laughs) months or something, I would highly recommend just going and doing that, laying on the grass, walking on the grass, because you know that feeling like when you walk in the grass and you're just outside and you feel good, you know, it just makes sense to me that we should be doing this as a part of our just general health. So that's kind of my stance on it. The other just anecdotal thing that I'll mention is I have this weird hand sweating and foot sweating problem. I think it's called hyperhidrosis. And, you know, I used to have to do this whole treatment where they would like, I would put my hands and feet in these trays of water and they would like send an electrical current basically through my body. And that helped with my hands and feet. And I would have to do it, you know, every so often and build up and build up and all this. Well, that sounds very, very similar to me then electrons flowing from the ground into my body, okay? And what I've noticed is that every time I'm on vacation, let's say I'm in Hawaii or I'm in California, and I first thought it was a sea level thing because I live in Colorado, I'm at very high altitude. But whenever I'm on a vacation, um, well, okay, let me back up. With my hands and feet, this is like kind of gross and weird, but if I don't have socks on, my feet are profusely sweating, like it's unbearable. So I always have to have socks on, which is part of the reason why I never go barefoot. Because if I take off my shoes and socks, you know, my feet are sweating and it triggers my hands to sweat and it's just the most uncomfortable thing and they get all puffy and and crazy and I just, I hate it. But whenever I'm on a vacation where we're like going to a pool or a, well, really it's with beaches, I've noticed. I can wear flip-flops and my hands and feet don't really sweat. Maybe minorly, but like nothing at all similar to my usual stuff. And I always thought it was a, a, an altitude thing because my theory has been that I don't have great circulation or something. And so that has 
caused an issue with like my nervous system or something where this gets triggered. They don't really know what triggers hyperhidrosis. But I've always had a theory that it's my circulation. And I thought that, you know, circulation gets better as you get closer to sea level. So I thought, okay, it's probably just that I'm at sea level. But now I'm thinking the other link, you know, the, the other common denominator between all these vacations where my hands and feet don't sweat is that I am constantly grounding to the earth. Like I'm constantly walking on sand. I'm in the ocean. I'm in like a natural body of water. And I'm just barefoot way more often. And then my hands and feet don't sweat. So I got this grounding mat to see if if I do it for a while, I will become less sweaty, basically. I think, you know, because they do claim that grounding improves circulation. So it could be, the, the root of it could be like inflammation or circulation issues or something like that. But I think the cure may just be grounding. So, um, so that's my theory. That's my hypothesis. And I will do a follow-up at some point on grounding and if, if this works, but it would be a major thing in my life if that actually fixes it. Because literally every time I'm at sea level on a vacation, at least like on a beach or something, and I try to wear flip-flops, I'm like, wow, my hands and feet aren't really sweating. And it's because I'm just always touching the earth. So anyway, um, yeah, I just think that this is like a very logical thing that we should be doing. And I just wanted to talk a little bit about the science about it. The, I was going to look at like history of grounding, but basically the history is like, Hey, we used to touch the earth. You know, we used to live more out in nature, more dependent on nature, more in tune with nature. And I'm sure there is a health benefit to being in nature more. Like we're not really meant to be just secluded off, never touching the earth, in my opinion. So, you know, we've seen things like cardiovascular diseases, autoimmune diseases, all these things really on the rise in modern society. And of course, there's a million things that could go into that. I'm not just saying grounding will fix all of these. We also have like terrible diets in the Western world and People don't exercise and, you know, we have many more problems than just not touching the earth. But I think this could be a key component in the overall health of people. So I am going to be making a concerted effort to ground either outside or on my grounding mat. I will let you all know how it goes. But if you have any experience with grounding or what's worked for you or any success stories or any any stories at all, like if it hasn't helped you at all and you've been trying to ground... Let me know that too, but I will leave an open question on the Spotify podcast. So if you're listening there, go uh, reply. I'd love to hear your your testimonials about grounding and, and how it's worked for you. So uh, that is all short episode today, but I uh, just wanted to do a little, a little quick and interesting one. And I definitely learned a lot in this one. So I will leave all the links in the description below. I hope you all enjoyed the episode. And I will see you next week for another one. Bye, everyone.